0: The following program contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences.
1: and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, be boys, be girls, be men, be women. The Get Off My Lawn podcast is back in full effect. And a few technical glitches aside, we're ready to roll. And I've got two guests today. One, listeners to the podcast should be very familiar with coming to us live from dirty jersey sipping on (laughs) lemonade which was a popular drink and it still is and it still is (laughs) east coast dre what's up that is funny you there what up what up yeah i'm
2: i'm here Uh, there was a little break up there but i'm i'm here i'm here well you know like you said i'm it's, it's hot today so i'm sitting in dirty jersey about to get some more
1: lemonade Go steal a car with some air conditioning. <laughs> is is Jersey still the the car theft capital of the world? It's
2: it's not. I don't think it is anymore. Because um, I remember used to back in the days, it used to be the horrible. But you know, just for that, I make sure I keep my you know, keep my locks on at all times. Windows up, cause so you never know going to happen.
1: But... <laughs> windows up, don't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. I should have. I should be ashamed of myself, however, in the house now, listeners of the podcast, anyone who's listened to the first few episodes um, probably heard me complaining or not not really complaining, but just mentioning the fact that we have a network of people affiliated with the podcast, but Due to uh, different schedules and family commitments and obligations, it's hard to get everyone uh, that we want to have on the show on the show. So, New Music Martha, um, <laughs> she's, she's in the wind. And every once in a while I come across her, ask her if she can participate. And she usually has some adult obligation to attend to, she can't make it. Um, Early on in the process, we had another person that I think I referred to as Thurgood because he was (laughs) up north pursuing some type of advanced law degree. And when I asked him, hey, uh, you want to be on the podcast? Uh, We just need one hour of your time. Or two hours of your time a month. You only have to do it uh, one episode a month. He was like, "Nah, I'm busy, son." <laughs> I said, "Really? Like we can change the day to work around your schedule?" He was like, "Nah, I'm busy, son." So I What's figured, sure? like I you're... felt bad about it. I really did. Yeah, see, I'm see technical glitches. We couldn't even hear that. So just wait till you're introduced. <laughs> shouting shouting from the wings um 30 days full of 24 hours every day he couldn't pull out two hours to do the podcast because he was so engrossed in his studies so uh finally he has made himself available he's here with us now live and direct from a hammock in berkeley california or actually now i think he's at the kitchen table probably making a it wouldn't even be peanut butter and jelly it would be a a goober's goober's and goober's and bread mj what's up yo what is up i i don't even know what to do with that introduction but um i'm
3: definitely happy to be here i don't know if i'm coming through um but i want to get back to that thing i'm gonna take i don't know if there's a I think there's an mj thurgood or,
1: or a dj thurgood or a mc thurgood i may i may look it. Oh. um whatever you said was probably very poignant and clever but unfortunately nobody could hear that shit because it was all garbled up he's broadcasting
2: um. from the future
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> so You're, come me out you guys, you guys just roll through. come me here. out. your space time continuum is a mess um we we started this about an hour late because we were having some issues trying to get a good connection and we thought we had it worked out but uh we don't want to waste mj's words of wisdom um with a with a bad connection we can't hear. Um so why don't you log out or try signing back in from your wife's phone and I'll try to keep an eye out and bring you back into the discussion. Um hopefully it works out and you won't sound like a stormtrooper on Tatooine and uh you know bring you back before we get too deep into this all right, let's try it all right then. so as he goes to take care of his his issues, Dre, you still there? Did we lose Dre? Dre.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm still here. Oh. I had it on I had it on mute while Damn. you were talking. Uh, <laughs> while you talking yeah, I just I just muted and muted it just so you guys could talk in case of you know, it was it was interrupting the, 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 the conversation. No but I'm we're, still
1: here. we this is the this is the show. This is the broadcast. We're live and direct. Um <laughs> this is a <laughs> it's turning into a technological car crash. Um but we're gonna try and get things back on track m j may be rejoining us if he can get his issues worked out but um the lemonades lemonade tell me this story again about how you and him had this interstate uh
2: <laughs> L- lemon lemon uh lemon racket yeah yeah, well, well, he was always tweeting. Um, when he started tweeting these pictures of him on a hammock, he was chilling. I, I want to say it was like during a cold, when it was cold on the East Coast. And he's tweeting these pictures of himself sitting on a hammock. And there was this like lemon tree in the back. And so I tweeted him back, like, yo, what's this crazy? Like, you're chilling in the, the lemon tree. And so he was talking about the lemons. He was like, it's the freshest lemons you could ever have. And so I was just like, you know, well, put me on. Like, how can I get some of these lemons? <laughs>
1: how so I was can like, I? I'll be
2: dead. How can I be down? Let me, you know. So he, I was like, "Yo, I'll pay shipping and handling. Like, if you can, if you can give me some of those limits. It was a pretty big lim- tree. Like in the picture, it looked gigantic. So you can imagine, <laughs> like, if you can see the hammock and the lim- tree, and the lim- tree still looks big. So yeah. one day, you know, the the mailman comes and delivers this box, and you know, the the box itself smelled like lemons. So I was like, this has to be, yup. Return address, Berkeley, California. Open up the damn box, and it was the most aromatic lemons you've ever, ever, you could ever smell. Like, the box itself smelled like the best lemons ever. It was a box full of lemons. So my wife was going to... um make him some lemon cupcakes and ship them back to berkeley but we would she was concerned because she thought that you know he was you know like i said milking it some kind of cream or something so she was concerned and shipped it it was good by the time they got to him but the lemons you know you know i i lived off those lemons for a good three months best lemons ever and apparently according to according to him the lemons that we buy in the supermarket they're like two weeks old already I, I never knew that But the lemons that he sent me Were like two days old
1: Hey Hang on My neighbor's here Asking for pliers To uh, stop the leak In his <laughs> Under his sink So we'll let Really? The, yeah We'll let the crowd <laughs> Listen to some music I'll be right back Okay I'm in alright Jesus this is this is just a mess this is (laughs) I don't know whether to (laughs) just start totally over fresh or if this is just uh, plays into what I've been saying earlier that when you're when you're grown there's all kinds of things to take care of and maybe it's it goes into our topic today about why people in our demographic have don't have time for hip hop because Amazing. I am the president of my condominiums uh, homeowners association and one of my neighbors came to my door because he had a leak in his kitchen and he wanted to shut off the water to an entire section of the building so that he could repair his leaking pipe. Um, However, you can't just shut people's water off with no notification unless it's a serious emergency. So I told him he would need to go and knock on everyone's door who's going to be affected and let them know the water is going to be off and for how long. And He didn't really like that. I guess he assumed I was going to do that for him, but he assumed wrong, so I sent him off to do that, and first of all, I don't think he knocked on everyone's door, so as soon as people find out their toilets aren't working or their showers aren't working or they can't use the laundry room, they're going to be knocking on my door because I'm the president, Um, but... He just came back because now he needs to borrow some pliers. So then I had to go digging through my toolbox and give him some pliers. And then inevitably he's going to return the pliers. And uh, so he just went so running by my the, window.
2: Did he turn the water? Did he turn the water off already?
1: I I don't even know. he, he may have. I haven't because I'm in one of the units that would be affected. So oh, okay. fortunately I haven't. You know needed to turn any water on, and nobody's come come to my place complaining, but I did just see someone go running past my window, so either their leak has gotten worse, or there's some other problems, so hopefully we can proceed uninterrupted, Uh I don't think MJ is going to get his his issues straightened out, so we can... Proceed, shall we proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's see. Um, sent. He sent a message. What? Oh, let's see. Perhaps I didn't accept his previous invite. And I, I, will say
2: while you're looking for this invite, that I had, I recently had a problem with leaks in my, um, in my bathroom, yeah. and. I think I think part of your building isn't up to code.
1: Um, it because
2: if because if he cuts off a whole lot of water, he should be able, depending on what kind of leak he has, he should be able to cut off the water in just one his section. Maybe maybe the person below him or the person next to him. But yeah, I don't know what kind of leak he has. That that he might have more than just a regular leak.
1: This the building was it, it was built in. Late eighties, early nineties, so Oh it should
2: be up to code. It should be 90s. Well,
1: it's it's up to code, but I think codes have changed or code enforcement was a little more lax back in the day because um there's there's a whole lot of issues and like you said, it it shouldn't come down to you have a leak in your kitchen, so we have to shut down the water for the entire section of the building. Right. So right. I'm also it's, questioning whether or not he knows what the hell he's doing, but... Yeah. <laughs> like I said, he just went running past my window. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the hell's going on. I, I tried to act like if I didn't see it, it didn't exist.
2: Ooh. That's
1: funny. <laughs> yeah. um, hang on. MJ sending me another text. Uh. And basically we we had so many technological issues just trying to get the three of us connected. Um that we were talking about we should have another podcast where it's just forty year old dudes talking about technology. Right. Except we right. we would offer no solutions and <laughs> No helpful hints or advice. It would just be <laughs> us complaining and scratching our heads and and breaking down into cursing.
2: Tell them down, told everybody, technology needs to get off our lawn. <laughs> right.
1: And have, I mean, you can have fun editing this one, man. Oh man, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. See, if I didn't have this music playing in the background, it would be no problem. Yeah, you could do it. You're a master at this. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Um, but anyway, hip hop, don't stop, gotta keep rolling. I don't even think in the in the midst of that crazy intro, Neighbors Running Over, I didn't even get to hear the tail end of the story about the lemons, because I thought that I could just put the headphones down real quick, run over, answer the door, and run back, and you would still be in the midst of your story, which you were. But um, I'm going to assume it ended with you having a tall, refreshing glass of lemonade. I, I had a lot of
2: lemonade. I had a lot of lemonade and some lemon cupcakes and um, some baked salmon with some fresh squeezed lemons on it. Uh, I never got my lemon rain pie, but, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of lemons. It was a good 30 to 40 lemons.
1: Wow. Yeah. This is the most un-hip-hop discussion I think we've ever had.
2: (laughs) No, it's not. You know why? Lemonade
1: is a popular drink, and it still is? Exactly.
2: (laughs) It always comes back to hip-hop.
1: Which is hilarious, because too bad MJ can't get on, because he he has hated that line. I think that's his (laughs) most hated line in the history of hip-hop.
2: Really? That one?
1: That one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because it, because it appeared out of nowhere. It was this non sequitur line that really, like, what does that even mean? Like, why would you even say that?
2: <laughs> well, that was Guru. Guru was always Guru. Always had some uh, some non sequitur lines, though. <laughs> he was good for that.
1: Yeah, but so I think that that kind of took the cake for him. And <laughs> uh, see now, okay, I I heard something. Let's you see. Uh oh. MJ, you hear
2: video, I see him.
1: Yeah, and then see, we vague. can we can see him and then oh, he'll he and then what he'll disappear.
2: Yeah. Well he's he's he was on video, so now he just has to press that little uh audio. I got you.
3: I got oh. you. Hello? Oh, oh yeah. Hello?
1: You're back. We can hear you. Nice. All right. Is this live? Or are we still Yeah, it's still oh it's All live. Right. It's a train wreck, but we're live. Oh man. Alright, well if you can hear me, I'm good to go. This is fantastic because we were just talking. I'll bring you up to speed. This is this is a mess of a podcast, but we're gonna get everything everything back on track. It ain't. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. But all right, let's let's do this. So here's what happened. After you broke up, then we decided, you know, we're gonna get moving on our own. So we started yeah. trying to do that, and then uh, my doorbell rang in the middle of (laughs) Dre's story about your lemonade exchange. So I figured that while he was telling the story, I could just throw down the headphones, run to the front door, answer that, come back, pick up, and catch the tail end of his story. Yeah. But uh, you were on earlier when my neighbor came by and had the water leak and wanted to shut down the water to the entire section of the building that jerk yeah well he came back uh and needed some pliers so then i had to go <laughs> digging through a toolbox get some pliers give those to him and i had to tell dre to to pause his story because or just stop talking and let let the music play because <laughs> i didn't know how long it was going to take so i come back get on we start talking And then I see somebody run from that guy's unit past my window. So I don't know what kind of emergency, what the emergency has escalated into. I'm just hoping that no one comes knocking on my door. Um, And then, as I was apologizing for not hearing the end of uh, Dre's Lemonade story, he proceeded to tell me about the lemon cupcakes and lemonade and all kinds of lemon esque shit that well, he made. So,
3: so did I come off okay in that story? I mean, I don't. No, no, no,
1: no. This, it's, it's leading up to you because okay. as he was finishing that, I was lamenting that this was the most un hip hop thing <laughs> we could possibly be talking about. To well, which did we he, already make
3: the. the... Lemonade is a popular drink. Joke. I mean, can I
1: can we bring that in? Is that, has that already been done? <laughs> slow Perfect down. Time. You've got that. You've got that itchy, that itchy trigger finger. Sorry, man. Sorry. It's a it's a slow build. We're bubbling up. We're we're building up to that. But I can understand a person who eats goobers doesn't have the patience. You know. So yes, as a matter of fact, we. Um, he was saying that no, this is this is definitely hip hop because lemonade is a popular drink and it still is. And I said, "Too bad MJ's not here because that it is is his most hated line in the history of hip hop." To which Dre inquired, "Why?" So really, now you take really, it. yeah.
3: You know, I I actually I've actually considered on numerous occasions writing some sort of. It's a history of, of how that came, like, what? First of all, I, I'd like to hear Dre's perspective on, on sort of how that makes sense as an actual functional <laughs> line in a, in a, in a hip hop song. But, but you can essentially say that about anything, right? Like, football was a popular sport and it still is. Um, being mean to people was used to be bad and, it's, and it still is. Like, everything, <laughs> everything that was something unless there's a transformation, I mean, lemonade, I could also say, you know, iced tea was a popular drink, beer, people like beer, you know, beer is a popular drink and it's still, so so that's really what it comes down to is like, that's what you decided to go with. Like, were there, were there other candidates for that spot? Like that, that could rhyme similar words because if not, I can, I can bring a bunch of those to the table that would have worked out at least equally as well. So I, I'd like to hear the the counterpoint maybe. I mean I'm not I'm not saying that I can't be convinced, but I don't think I can be convinced that it's that, that there's any merit in that line beyond like we just need to get this done, dude. Like what's the line? <laughs> like what was a, what was a popular thing before that we could just say is to you know, like, you know, uh, going on a yacht is, was popular before and it's still it like whatever whatever you wanna say. Oh, lemonade, let's go with the lemonade. So that's I don't I don't know I mean I have always I've always been curious as to the genesis of that line. People who know me well know that I, I raise that line anytime I can and just like marvel at the audacity of it, um, pure and pure and simple. So I, I'm going to stop talking now and I'm I'm happy to hear the, the counterpoint to this. I don't actually have a counterpoint.
2: <laughs> I, I I I actually agree that it's it's a non sequitur line. And now that it is fully on my radar, if ever I have a chance to interview Primo again, I will Jeez. ask him, why the hell did that line... But there are, there are a bunch of lines on that on that song that are kind of weird anyway.
3: Yes, that's um, true.
2: You know, there's a of bunch of lines. But yeah, that I mean, that's not my <clears> most hated <throat> rap lyric, though. I think my most hated rap lyric is from MC Hammer. And it goes hammer is an eagle and you a dove hammer is an eagle and you a dove (laughs) right
1: like I was like the way (laughs) the way you presented it I wasn't I'm like I don't think I've ever heard that but you gotta right
2: right. (laughs) so if you just say if you just say it if you just say it you're like wait what What?" (laughs) what Like, what's what's wrong with dubs? Like, like, what? Like, what
3: are you talking about? So, but yeah, but yeah. So, lemonade is a popular drink, and it's still a. But, but for th- real, man, I will kickstart that. Like, I will, I will subsidize that endeavor. You want to make like a short film about the genesis of that line? Because the crazy thing is, I've been repping the terribleness of that line since that song came out, and that oh, yeah. was not a popular position. I mean that was a big song back there. Yeah. Um, and since that time like if you google that now there's there's other people who have jumped on that that bandwagon since at at a, at a high level. So in one way it's gratifying but in another way it's like it's it's just it's always been insane to me and and maybe it's just me I thought but but no it's it's it's
2: it's in well, some 20 years later MJ is sending me
3: lemons in the mail. I'm telling you, man. It's still For lemonade. It's, it's, exactly. it's still it's still a popular drink. And you know what it's else still is a, popular? And still You is. know what else is still popular? Cupcakes With. and lemon bread. <laughs> lemon bread is still a popular dessert. So you know, maybe that's the maybe that someone needs to make that record. Right. Someone needs to make that record.
1: Right. Well, I think that we can't let this this moment pass. <laughs> without uh, you know going to sure the floor's material yeah. here we go
0: check all yeah another game start short shot boom free throw the one and only. A like Greg Nice, like Greg in a Greg NRCE Dominum basil, Are ah, we we? Rock for a fee, not for free Maybe I'll do it for charity Now my employer or my employee is making Greg R C E very MAD Don't ever ever think of jerking me I work too hard for my royalty Put lead in your ass and drink a cup of tea They they duplicate. I praise the Lord and keep the faith. It's alright, keep biting at the bait. 92, oh, um, one year later, peace out, premiere. Take me out with the fader. I
4: chantini, miny, mano. I wreck the mic like a pimp shows, shows. Here's how it goes. I am a genius. I mean this. Shape this, you'll tape this. I'm kinda fiendish. You wish that you could come into my neighborhood in my mental state Still I'm five foot eight Crazy as I wanna be, cause I make it orderly. You could say I'm sorta of the boss so get lost The brother who'll make you change opinions Dominions, I'm in them when it's time to kick shit from the heart I get a piece of the action. Feeling satisfaction from the street crowd reaction. Jump full guns when they feel afraid. Too late when they dip in the kick, they get sprayed. Lemonade was a popular drink and it still is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis. A poet like Blankston Hughes and can't lose when I cruise out on the expressway. Leaving the bodega, I say suave. Premier's got more beats than Bronze got hate. Clips are inserted into my gun so I can take the money, never have to run.
0: Philly at home, do you have another? I want to get blunted, my brother. Now may I make a mark, then make a spark over this fat track? Or should I say dope beat, subtract, delete, all of the wick-wack that wanna be abstract But they lacked a new knack that's coming from way, way back Ayo, hey, Premier, please pass that Buddha sack You hear we quit? No way, bullshit I told you before we come back with more hits I provide right flavor, so you can sketch me Do me a favor, don't try to catch me Slightly ahead of the game, I'm not a lame Ask him, he'll tell you the same, he knows my name Smooth, I drop jewels like paraphernalia I'm infallible, not into failure Like a rhinoceros, my speed is prosperous And pure knowledge expands, from my esophagus I write in the night to bring truth to the light My dialogue is my own cause Smooth bee will never bite
3: Dude, you know, I don't want I don't want to hijack the agenda here, so we should probably move on, but this is that that song, which again is a big song and is a nice beat, may have the the highest ratio of ridiculous strange <laughs> crazy nonsense making lines of any hip-hop song in history. Like that should be a show. Like I am down now that I figured out how to work these microphones and all that stuff. I'm down for that show because there is some crazy stuff going on in that song.
1: I mean, even if I want to overlook that he said clashes, clay, exactly. Um, it brings up my well, two things. I was going to fade the song out after um, after the line, but I remember on our very first podcast, I had the audacity to cut short the uh, Jimmy Caster break just begun right after the horns to make some point and that was the show in which dre threatened to kill me (laughs) if i ever did that again so i you know i'm glad you
3: let it roll man because it it really there's a lot going on there again i don't want to we should move on but but there's some i mean i'm looking at the, the the lyrics right now and there's some words that the people who annotated the lyrics, like, fixed the word. Like, because, like you said, clashes, play, there's infallible, that is, like, infallible at some point. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Um, but there's b- but there's just other things that are just, you know, whatever. Anyway.
1: Well, nice and smooth are notorious because my most hated line, and I was going to make it a candidate for the uh, You Big Dummy, Uh, segment if we ever got back to that is in funky for you where he starts off with dizzy Gillespie played the (laughs) sex no he didn't (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah I mean really like (laughs) huh and the fun thing that's funny is the next line he he rhymes like max with sex so the dizzy gillespie part isn't even key to the rhyme so why couldn't it be john coltrane plays the sax red bone but like i don't at some
3: point i feel like maybe that this is like their thing like maybe they're just one level above all of us and they're like let's see if anybody knows because i mean if you listen to hip-hop junkies which at the time i mean i had in every form you could get that i had i mean everybody loved that song but there are some crazy lines in that song too yeah, I mean, so
2: get Greg Nice is Greg Nice is good for those um, those those lines where you're like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. But overall, I always wonder, like, if other people are always in the studio when you're recording, right? Is there that one guy who's sitting there going, shaking his head, but afraid to say, <laughs> right? Like there's like this, a Jay Z line, right? Jay Z says, uh, "What do you say, red or green pill? You live or you learn." Well, he really meant. Like in the Matrix it was the red or the blue pill. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. And
2: he says the Mm -hmm. green pill, but nobody tells Jay, like, no, say the blue pill. Like it didn't even like
1: Yeah. Well nobody
2: ever fixed it.
1: Well I've I've got another one. On Warren G's first album, he has a song called What's Next and it's like a posse cut. And at one point he says, What's next? What's next? What's N X E T It's me born to the motherfucking G or something. And that's I'm a like, good call. That's and a, I was, yeah. And I was wondering the same thing for years. Like, was everybody in the studio so zooted out on, you know, chronic that no one noticed? And it's not like that was Dr. Dre or or a Jay Z or some it's Warren G. Tell him hey, uh, you know, it's an EXT. What? Right.
3: <laughs> and that's the thing, it's like are these are these people just you know they they've got it so that we're we're so far ahead of these these listeners that we're just going to spell it wrong and no one's going to call us on it and and that's going to make us like maybe when they listen to it they're like you really you believe we got away with this like this lemonade thing and this nxet I mean because otherwise I don't see how does it unless it's all yes men in the studio and no copy editors because <laughs> everybody needs editors you know what I mean
1: I think of us I've never been in a studio Dre. You seem like the one who's yeah. of the three of us who's most likely to have been in a <laughs> late night recording session.
2: I have been in a late night recording session, <laughs> and that's why I'm wondering why nobody ever. Because I've <laughs> seen the corrections happen. I've seen the yo, you, okay. you, you spelled that wrong. I've seen this. I'm like, why are you not? Why are you sitting there? Every it goes by everybody, especially the Jay Z line. Like the Jay Z line is just like crazy. Like the yeah. lemonade is popular drinking, is still like that line's just like that. This shit just doesn't make any sense. But so you might just be like, well, whatever. Right. But when when you're referring to something in popular culture, I think Kanye does it too on something, and he's like totally wrong. And I was just like, what the hell is he talking about? It's like so, I don't know. I I don't know. But I don't, but then again, I don't know if I'm sitting in the studio and Jay Z's performing or some uh, Jay Z's recording. I might just be like, eh. Right, I'm not gonna be the one. I'm not gonna be the one to 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 ruin the vibe. Right, but
3: no, but nobody's saying clashes Clay really like (laughs) no one, not one person.
1: I say Parquet. (laughs) You say butter. He's Greg Nice, and I am MC Smooth B.
3: (laughs) All right, (laughs) like a rhinoceros, my speed is prosperous. Anyway, we we, we could go on.
1: We could (laughs) go on. We could go on. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, so in that convoluted intro in which MJ's mic was cutting out, I don't even recall if I properly introduced him. I know I started off by mentioning that he... I had the impression he was blowing off the podcast, but it was in pursuit of uh, some advanced law degree that he can... Uh, speak to, but um, I meant to make the point in the in the introduction I had rehearsed in my head when I introduce myself and I run through my list of AKAs, uh, JJC, J Caesar, Law T, and the Hip Hop Taliban. The Law T, really, it came. MJ is the one who who pointed it out. So what I'll let you do is explain why you were blowing us off for, you know, the better part of the spring and summer. And sure, sure. and then I'll explain the law T part and then we'll get rolling. So what, what are you doing up in Berkeley and where, yeah, where did so, you come from and what are you doing?
3: So I, I moved to, to California from New York city. Um, and I have I basically came out here to do a, a law degree. I have a law degree. I'm getting like this other super duper law degree on top of it. Um, specializing in certain elements of intellectual property law, copyright, trademark, a bunch of like really ultimately boring stuff for people who aren't geeking out on that stuff. Um, but that's why I'm here and that's why I was blowing off the uh, the podcast unintentionally and like i said in my garbled intro that never came through i actually did really feel bad about that um, it wasn't me just being like whatever like because i i mean now that i'm in this i i feel like we should be just talking all day about that song that we did <laughs> but but so i could i could i'm i'm, I'm really Just all these professors coming down, and, and I worked it out, and I rocked it, and we're through that point And now it's the summer, and it's seventy-five degrees every day, and I'm ready to podcast away. So there you go,
1: cool in the gang. We're happy to have you. As for the uh, the law tea part, years ago I worked at I was an editor at a newspaper uh, here in L.A. It was called the Los Angeles Watts Times, and when I was there the internet sort of started to become a thing and so we needed to get email addresses even though we weren't receiving many emails so when they set it up they set it up via AOL and everybody in the office their email address was LAWT then your first name at AOL.com and so I was sending emails out because that was the first email account i had and so i would send emails out and it would say lawt james at aol.com which <laughs> mj i don't know what he thought it meant or <laughs> what but he just started calling me law t
3: <laughs> but it worked don't tell me it didn't come on it worked i'm still proud of that that was that was fun i like I'm, that
1: I mean, it's still here. So right, yeah,
3: exactly, exactly.
1: The LA Watts Times has been sold and <laughs> and is now, you know, a shell of its former self. But Lottie remains in full effect. So right on, right on. <laughs> All right, Whew, that I mean, that was that was pretty much a show right there. But uh, we are going Ooh, to get into <laughs> we're going to get into another topic here and. For anybody who's been listening, and I just want to say I appreciate all of the feedback that uh, we've been getting via Twitter, um, from subscribers, especially with regard to our multi-part investigation into when hip-hop went wrong, what happened, and who was responsible. Um East Coast Dre and Professor Belk. Uh, We're going to try to coordinate the two of them and hopefully next week we might be able to get into 1993 when things start to get a little shaky. But Mm -hmm. for today, uh, we've got a totally different topic. And what I'm going to do is play a little intro to this segment. Give my couple of thoughts and then see what these two have to say and see if we can uh, solve another ongoing lingering hip-hop problem so here we go
3: how is uh you said your wife is how what about janet and the rest of the family the daughters and everything? they're
0: all doing fine but i want to make this statement this is a real good statement here
4: So stay attentive Cause this is a new joint As I read my essay Can I talk my shit again? As I read my essay can, can, can I talk my shit again? As I read my essay Can I talk my I shit again? As I read my essay Can I talk my shit again?
1: Speak on it, my head. Speak on it So, a few weeks ago, I saw a notice that De La Soul was going to be performing a free concert out here in LA. And hey, that was all I needed to see. De La Soul in concert for free. The price was right. It was De La Soul. I'm there. Love it. So, the day of the concert, I, you know get myself down to the venue, and I noticed that there are a lot of people, which is great because, you know, it's always good to see um, classic hip-hop groups still getting this kind of love so far removed from their heyday. So I parked my car. I walked through the parking garage, and if you've ever been to L.A., uh, the concert was in Century City, which is kind of... It's the city between... Basically, basically between Beverly Hills and Santa Monica, so it's an upscale area, but it's mostly office parks and things like that. So it's a strange place for a hip hop concert. So it was an outdoor show, uh, sponsored by our local radio station. Of I think it was an it's a NPR public radio station, and there were two two groups. De La Soul was the the headliner, and then there was another group called Quantic, like a world music uh, group. So anyway, all right, De La Soul, cool. I get in line, and as I'm standing in line waiting to go into the venue, there's a lady standing next to me, and she's got a picnic basket. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, that's odd. And then as I start to look around the line, I see more picnic baskets and blankets and people with little carrying cases for their wine slung over their shoulders. And I'm starting to wonder, like, well, wait, did I get my dates wrong? Because I've been to a lot of hip-hop shows, and I've never seen anybody with a picnic basket and a blanket and a bottle of wine, so, okay. So, Day La wasn't going on until uh, about 8:30 or so. But because the show was free... Uh, You had to email in order to get tickets, and then they tell you that, uh, you know, you can get in. But once we reach capacity, that's it. So they suggested you arrive early. So I got there about mm, 4.30, 5 o'clock, something like that. So I go in, and there's a big lawn, and there's the stage, and there's a DJ playing some music. And I start to look around, and I start to see people laying out blankets, and eating sandwiches, and salads, and I'm just sort of looking around, because I'm, I thought I was going to a hip-hop show, and number one, it's not a real hip-hop show if there are chairs of any sort, like, I, I don't go for that, if there's chairs, it's not hip-hop, so I went there, I had on my, my new balance, and I was ready to go, but I'm standing there, I got a good position where I can see the stage and get ready to throw my hands in the air. But people keep passing me and asking me uh, uh, do you mind if we we put our blanket out here? And I said, you want to. And then they asked me oh, are are you going to put your blanket here? And I said, no this is a hip-hop show. I don't, a blanket. So next thing I know I'm surrounded by uh people about my age, in their late 30s, early 40s, um, sitting on the grass all around me, eating salads, on their cell phones, um, on blankets, drinking wine, toasting, eating cheese, crackers, and all kinds of other shit. And I'm just looking around. And now, at the hip-hop show, I look crazy. Because I'm just standing there. Baggy jeans and New Balance, waiting for the show, and I stood in this, in the midst of this ridiculous um, spectacle, for the next uh, three hours. Really, I didn't really move from my spot, <laughs> <laughs> tweeting angrily from that spot. I, and there are some pictures <laughs> that uh, I posted up, and some others that will I'll put on the website that. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing and eventually when the world music group came out uh, some people stood up and they started dancing the blanket people were dancing and still drinking wine and having a, I mean they were having a good time and I don't fault them for having a good time but the help blankets at a hip-hop show no so then eventually Daylight came out and what happened is fortunately in L.A., you know, we're used to the 75-degree weather. And if it dips anywhere near 70, high 60s, you know, people got to break out. So sun went down. It got a little cooler. And I think what happened is people began to kind of stand in front of the blanket people. And the blanket people just sort of gathered up their wine and cheese and picnic baskets and started to move toward the back. By the time daylight came on... uh. The ratio of blanket people to people there for the hip-hop show, I'd say it was probably about 60-40, and then as Dela began performing, I think that shifted to about 80-20. And De La, to their credit, ripped the show down. It was incredible, and a credit to them, but it raised the point to me that perhaps I'm wrong, perhaps i I'm still taking hip-hop way too seriously, and now, people my age, they don't have time, you know, they've got things to do, families, lives, jobs, and they don't have time to take hip-hop so seriously that they're going to go there and stand around for two hours and jump around near the stage and throw their hands up and act crazy. Um, So, maybe I was wrong. But then again, I thought, alright, maybe that was just a one-off incident. So then spoke to a friend of mine, and she's about my age, and she mentioned that she saw the Straight Outta Compton movie. Now, she's fr- originally from Massachusetts and not like the hard streets of Boston, like some suburb, suburban part of greater Boston. And I told her that I was surprised that she'd be interested in that movie she was like no no I grew up I grew up listening to them I love the anger and the, and the lyrics and the, the whole thing I said wow she said yeah but I don't really listen to them anymore um, They need to just put out an instrumental version of their songs and then that'd be easier to listen to and she pointed me to um, something ca- or a company called Hidden Beach Records and apparently what they've been doing, is putting out a hip-hop jazz series in which they take well-known hip-hop songs and put a contemporary jazz spin on them. And she says that that's what she prefers because um, of all the cursing and the misogyny and all that anger that emanates from a lot of hip-hop albums. Yeah, uh, it's just it's just too much and she needs something a little more mellow but still with enough hip hop flavor that she doesn't have to turn in her hip hop credentials. So, the question is is hip hop still palatable to people of our generation? And by that I mean Generation X, so you know who you are. So I open it up after that long extended uh diatribe slash rant to you two what what do you guys find are your friends and you know peers still listening to hip-hop or have they just given up and moved on
3: right you want to you want to head up oh
1: oh yeah i mean
2: i i um i think for the most part my friends are listening to what they've been listening to which is the same hip-hop like we're listening to But we still listen to what is now, quote unquote, oldies hip hop, unless something shines through. Right. So if you get an example like a Kendrick Lamar's album or, you know, maybe J. Cole, um, uh, the Compton album, like that kind of stuff, people will listen to it. But like they're not listening to The Future or Young Thug. They are not listening to a lot of contemporary artists who are making stuff that's unintelligible to us, or they're not listening to that, not really. As far as the hidden beach stuff, and maybe this is what I heard, one day I went to my mom's house out in Queens, and my parents were like cooking out in a barbecue, and you know, she's playing music, and at one point, the song sounds familiar, and I'm like, wait, what is this? And I turn to my sister and I say, is this, how do you want it? And she starts <laughs> laughing. <laughs> And she goes, yes, it is. It was a contemporary jazz version of Tupac's How Do You Want It? Wow. Now, let me say this. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Like, I don't need a Muzak version. Like, listen, I, I may be of to get off my lawn type of people when it comes to hip-hop, but I don't need a Muzak version <laughs> of of hot hip hop songs. I don't need the the music version to a bitch is a bitch. I don't need it. Yeah. Like you play the instrumental but don't 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 replace ice cube's voice with a trombone. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. We don't need that in my life, man. Like that's that's this is crazy to me. I mean
3: why I have, would you do that? Go ahead. I mean there's not much of of great relevance that i can add to that i mean that says it all for me i i just i second that essentially my thing is um you know i don't i don't see who who is buying those records i know they did well relative to like the contemporary jazz charts or whatever but i don't see that market because i know i know sort of two kinds of people and the vast majority are in the first bucket and that's the bucket of people who like dre said is people who listen to hip-hop you know 20 years ago, 30 years ago, on through to whenever they stopped necessarily listening to new artists, but I love that era of hip hop and will listen to that anytime. And so those people want to hear those songs and they still listen to those songs. And And I think that that audience actually is, is uh, people are cashing in on that audience because if you see now there's, there's a number of these classic hip-hop stations that are like one just just launched in oakland and i listen to it all the time and people i know listen to it all the time and it gets ratings i mean and that's that's all biggie and Nas and tupac and jay-z and, and tribe called quest every once in a while i mean and so there's there's those people and then there's the people that i know who would never ever listen to any of those songs and so they're, they're not into hip-hop right and so there's, there's very few people in the middle of that range, right? Who's saying, like, either you want to hear Still Not a Player by Big Pun, or you never want to hear that song ever, right? Yeah, there's nobody who's saying, you know, I really, I could dig that song if it was just, if it had some some good, good drumming in the, in the middle, and maybe bringing some horns and tone down those lyrics. Like, I don't know who that person is. And maybe that's your friend, James. I mean, maybe that's the person. But everybody yeah. I know is either like, "Give me the actual song. I like that song," um, or they're like, "I'm gonna go listen to you know whatever it is, uh, Dave Matthews or whatever you know people who don't like hip hop at all will listen to." I just don't see that middle ground, and so for me, when I hear somebody trying to to create that market in a way, I just, like I'm like Dre. I'm like that's infuriating to me. Like I don't I don't need to feel like I'm on an elevator listening to uh, reminisce over you in some weird new age like cosmos thing going like i just i don't see it. So so i, I, I spoke a lot there but essentially i just a second i double up on what Dre said. I mean it it seems well, what it she seems said
1: <clears throat> and i'll i'm pulling up the message now. Uh she said Hidden Beach Records has a hip hop jazz series that is suitable to play at weddings. No cursing and next to no lyrics. It's great. And she sent me the link, and I replied, that is so whack. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff I rail against on <laughs> the podcast. If they have aged out, they need to just be out. Exactly. Um, but then she says, uh, like I mentioned, all that cursing and misogyny is not cool. Plus, when I'm driving in traffic, I don't need all that anger. Uh I reply. You know
3: the first part of that. The first part of that, I can can actually get down with. I mean, I can understand that, but I wouldn't go in. I don't see how you go in that direction, particularly.
1: Well, she says, "Bitches ain't shit, but hoes and trick tricks lick on these nuts and suck the dick. Beat is banging, but no thank you on the lyrics." And that part, okay, I get, I get, but um, I'm gonna play some of what she's referring (laughs) to. And the thing is, when you say, you know, who's the market, I don't know who the market is, but I know that they're on volume 8. Volume 8 is in the works. and Wow. So I think it has to be, based on the selection of the songs, the demographic has to be us. Like, it has to be our peers who... You know still want a little bit of hip-hop you know they don't want to play how do you want it you know because that might be offensive but they still want to you know eh.
3: but could it be could it be that it's just like wedding djs or like you know what i mean like so there is a volume eight but you don't know if that's relative to just the regular music market it could be very few numbers of, of sales i mean i mean i i get it like your friend is a is a is a buyer of that music but i can't think of anybody else besides that person really
1: but see, I don't even think I don't think they could make eight volumes to a niche market of wedding DJs. But I, I mean, perhaps. But I think there I think there are people who would buy it. If I gave this to like my dad, he he liked all that smoothed out jazz. Like I like jazz, but I like like bebop, like Coltrane, old mm-hmm. Miles Davis, and right. you know, Ornette Coleman, things like that. I can't get into Kenny G and whatever the... I don't know what the New York equivalent is, but out here we have uh, this channel called The Wave, and they just play all that smooth sax, dentist office, whack, bullshit. And so this Hidden Beach Records, when they say they made jazz versions, mm, yeah, it's the it's the kind of jazz I don't like. So right. let's check out... a few snippets. These are mostly just about a minute long. So on volume one, uh, they describe it as, uh, the first in the eight volume series of unwrapped album projects introduced the world (coughs) to the cutting edge fusion of hip hop and jazz instrumental music and debuted at number one on the contemporary jazz charts and stayed there for weeks. Often imitated but never duplicated, unwrapped Volume 1 set the gold standard for this genre of music and features the talents of Patrice Russian, Everett Hart, Paul Jackson Jr., and our own instrumental superstar Mike Phillips, Uh, whoever that is. So, on Volume 1, do you guys want to hear, there's Crush On You, uh, Miss Jackson, (laughs) Loungin', Who Do You Love, The Light, one more chance, so fresh and so clean. I get around, <laughs> I get around. Forget about Dre. Wow. Uh, wow. What's it gonna be? Bonita Applebaum, you got me. Danger and Stan. Um, I think I kind of gotta hear "Forget About Dre." Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's yeah, see. Let's... From Hidden Beach, Unwrapped, Volume One. Here's a snippet. Everybody Whoa. wanna talk like they got something to say, but nothing comes out when they move the lips. Doesn't the is, and motherfuckers act like they take for I got about Dre. Yeah,
3: Yo, you know what that sounded like actually though? And mm-hmm. I don't know if this is if this is gonna ring true, but that sounded like the intro, uh, like like title sequences to a James Bond movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a, yeah, where, like wow. the, the gun is is like coming across the screen, and there's like naked women coming out of it, and like there's like all this like uh, in the background, there's different colors. Like that was just trippy
1: and all that sex. Yeah, yeah. That
3: that,
2: that was horrible. That yeah. was That was horrible. But there's some where they, the, they the, actually
3: do the, the lyrics, and they have, like, somebody else say the, like, I've, I listened to a couple when you mentioned it, and I was just, like, I was appalled by it.
1: Wait, they have, there's some, like, singing, like, of the chorus or something?
3: Yeah, yeah, no, they, and they'll have, I think, I mean, they have some where someone will rap the lyrics, but it won't be, like, CL Smooth. It will be, like, I, that's not the example, but... But yeah. so they'll just have like their dude Mike Peters or whatever in the studio right. do the do the lyric, and I was like, how can you like? It's a sacrilege essentially. I mean,
2: well, why can't you just play the instrumental? This is my question. Like, right, right. I forgot about Dre. The, the song, the instrumental is great Like why can't you, especially for the songs that you name Crush yeah. on You, a lot of them are, A lot of them are sample heavy Why can't you just have the instrumental? Like why do you have to replay it with a sample? Like it's, I, it's It's frustrating to me. I yeah. mean
1: I asked her About that and it kind of goes back Into that um The thing we mentioned a while back Is that people Our age aren't going out to look For that like so the instrumental is probably out there online but then you have to go find it and then you have to download it and maybe you don't know how to um, you know open a zip file or then once I download it where do I put it and then how do I get them all together so it there are a lot of so why don't Hidden Beach
2: make some instrumentals like why do not they just make the instrumental albums like since you already paid for it because you had you, you already paid the fee to re to to re-record this song why don't you just do the instrumentals as they are instead of adding Kenny G's damn flute to the damn song
3: hey yeah I don't, I don't know who who like hears that and is like wow you know the first of that original instrumental was good but wow that new one with all those <laughs> horns did you hear that 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 symbol that came in there wow like who is that like I can't, again I can understand not wanting the misogyny and and like sort of going at it from that angle. Like that makes that makes actually good sense to me. But there's all sorts of hip hop you can listen to that won't get you there. You know what I mean? That won't bring that into your environment.
1: And that's sort of my question is like, you know, why not just listen to, you know, artists who aren't that type? Right. But we can't. Can you do a favor? Can can we
3: listen to I Get Around? I'm just curious. Just just a snippet. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. Hidden Beach doesn't want me, want me jacking <laughs> their stuff. So yeah, it's all it's all snippets. I get around. That was awful. I'm incensed
3: by that. that that's,
2: that's definitely wedding. Like, that's wedding... Was it, what do you call it? The the, the the hour. What's the hour before dinner? The reception. Well, con- yeah.
1: yes. It's funny because, as I mentioned on previous podcasts, I'm taking these courses at the Jam Master J Scratch DJ Academy. And two weeks ago... Um, as our final project, we had to play for a wedding reception, and I had the intro, and I so I had to do, I had the intro set, and I had to do this sort of cocktail hour, dinner, people entering the reception hall set, and there's no way I would have played that. I played some Chardet, some Mary J. Blige, <laughs> some Groove Theory, things like that, some Music Soul Child, whatever. But I wouldn't have touched that. That is just, it's bad from so many standpoints. But again, there must be an audience because we're talking about eight volumes. Let me ask you something,
3: James. Is there any way you could get your friend on here? I mean, because I feel like we may be misrepresenting something. I mean, I, I would love to be enlightened and like and know more about that perspective because i just can't see that perspective beyond what i said about like the sexy Mm -hmm. stuff i mean I'd, i'd be curious to hear somebody who really is into that stuff talk about it
1: i mean she basically like i'm i've been trying to get her on here and i think when we have our uh there's definitely going to be an episode dedicated straight up to misogyny and how we you know process that yes. as adults you know with you know hip-hop but so i'm trying to save her for that she didn't seem to be interested in making herself available uh <laughs> for this so i just kept questioning her right. about what was the appeal and she was just like you know it's mellow there's no harsh lyrics and so it kind of Gives you a little hip hop feel, but not so much that you feel like you gotta pull out your gun and buck buck. All right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I would just say
3: put on low and theory, and you know, whatever. But
1: yeah, I right. I'd agree. Let me let's see. There's there's some terrible stuff on here. So in volume two, I'm gonna just skip around to some of the more egregious. Uh, Let's see tracks. We've got Electric Relaxation which obviously the what? original the original beat is perfect. And now we're going to hear The Hidden Beach presents Unwrapped Volume 2 Electric Relaxation featuring Jeff Lorber and Mike Phillips. do with lots of flutes in and ain't nothing nice
2: <laughs> <laughs> like do they have to use the same keyboard in every song like do yeah, they, have to use they do
1: the same oh my goodness but check this out in volume three they do in the club here you go a smooth <laughs> contemporary in the club About all of that I can take. Go keyboards, it's your birthday. <laughs> check the rhyme. To the instrumentals, man. They gotta they gotta check the rhyme. There's another one that says Jam Master J tribute melody melody. Medley. I don't even know how I don't know, but we're about I'm about to show you. <laughs> like Bill Clinton. I'm fixing to tell you. holding I wish hope.
3: listen no
2: I wish I had the sample of GMSJ saying yo that shit's whack
1: <laughs> All right
3: I, I'm starting to feel bad because we're giving this company so much run at this point because this is I, I can't even listen to this it's so bad don't <laughs> let me catch Mike Phillips on the street or whatever his name is.
1: <laughs> oh I mean it's yeah it's 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 pretty bad but that was that was so popular that they, that was just volume three. I'm going to just run through the list. And if you hear anything that sounds so. Play that big pun
3: one. I know there's a big pun. Uh, still Let's not see. a player in Sunday. There's
1: way. put your hands where my eyes can see. Eyes can see. 21 questions. Children's story. Candy shop. <laughs> candy shop. Put your hands where my eyes can see again. Uh, all falls down. Hate it or love it. Rapper's Delight, Lean Back, Treat em Right, Hip Hop Hooray, All Falls Down, another, the, oh, that's the Spanish Harlem mix, Hated or Love It, another remix, Lean Back, another remix, Um, we've got Get Low, uh, Salt Shaker, Soul Survivor, Splash Waterfall, Sensual Seduction, Walk It Out, Crank That, Shoddy, A Bay, and... Bridging the Great Divide, whatever that, I don't know. Then we get a little further. We've got Blame It, Live Your Life, Lollipop, Every Girl, Best I've Ever Had, Single Ladies, Turning Me On, Me, Myself, and I. Hmm. Turn my swag what? on and flavor in your ear. Um, then there is, wow. On Volume 7, they get real... They try to step up. Maybe they heard some criticism. They wanted to step up their hip-hop credentials. So... There is... They reminisce over you. Stakes is high. If I ruled the world. One more drink. Can't believe it. Cream. You uh, and I T Y. Flashing lights. Um... What was the big the big pun song you heard on there? I was
3: thought it, it? was uh, uh, still not a player. That song.
1: Oh, I'm sh- yeah. That sounds perfect for this thing. Where oh, I there it is there, it is. there it here it. Oh, featuring Patrice Russian. Check this out right oh, here. Sure. Still not a player.
3: I mean i'm not wow. a fan of big pun by any stretch of the imagination but that's not right seriously that's not right yuck.
2: brother jay says yuck <laughs> <laughs> yo that that's and the funny thing about it is that that sounds like the music that my mother will listen to like the contemporary jazz stuff if my father isn't around because then he'll be like put on some soul but <laughs> right. that is really really bad like it's really
1: Really bad, and then they changed lyrics. Just making things, things up. yeah.
3: What it, I don't even know what they said, but it was it was not. It definitely wasn't an improvement on what was said before.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. I'm not a player. I just fuck a lot. Wasn't all that. I guess that wouldn't fit into the uh, hidden beach agenda. But it was like
3: live your life positive or something.
1: Yeah. Or don't beat your wife like Big Pun and be a piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like,
2: don't I, be maybe, your wife maybe it's hip-hop is it hip-hop's fault like is it is it the artist's fault that there's certain there's a certain block of you know i don't know if it's our generation generation before us that has this negative view of hip-hop that is too aggressive that is too hard that there's too much massaging there's too much too many violent lyrics that this is necessary like not necessary but this is possible like is it our fault like is it hip-hop's fault? that somebody feels that they should get Patrice Russian to replay the chords on what is essentially an OJ sample. Like, you're replaying an OJ song already. Like, so what are you, like, what are you doing? Like, just play the instrumental and get it over with. Like, the (laughs) instrumentals sound better. Like, we don't need your horrible keyboard.
1: Yeah. Well, we're going to end this little segment with the one that I found most offensive and atrocious the they reminisce over you uh hidden beach remix this is just like come on good god come on what are you doing people killing me over here oh maybe it won't play maybe they're saving me from myself
3: that's not the worst thing
1: no great Hey, it won't play. Oh, well. Yay. I mean, that's, that a, right?
3: that's a classic. So, I mean, that's that's in the upper echelons. Of, you know, Maybe they thought better.
1: Songs. Maybe they retracted it. Let's see. Please. Like, now it's like a, oh, there we go. When the, On the Hidden Beach uh, website, where those those songs play, it's uh, the player is kind of like a SoundCloud. So there's people who make comments, and when when that first set of horns and saxes came in, uh, one of the uh, com- first comments was, "That's hot." So, <laughs> That's, That's your girl. That's your girl, man right (laughs) so i mean i don't know because i don't i think i'm so uh, strict about my hip-hop the fact that it won't allow me to sit down on a lawn at an outdoor concert that i'm not really the person necessarily to ask you know what's what are my contemporary feelings about hip-hop, because the people I roll with, you know, they still have low-end theory within arm's reach, so, uh, however, that De La Soul concert, what I did, uh, I actually recorded it, and I'm gonna post Uh a link to the audio on the website, and it was a great, uh, show, as a matter of fact, like, surprisingly so, and, um, yeah, so I'll post the link to that up, and you can check that out at the website where we post all the shows if you want to download and all the little extra tidbits. You can always go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast, but if you want uh, to see some of the pictures of the people on their blankets at this hip hop concert, Uh, head on over to theliberator.com, T-H-A-L-I-B-E-R-A-T-O-R.com, and just click on the Get Off My Lawn link, and you'll see everything that you need to be up to date and up to speed on what we're doing, and now, one of my favorite parts of the podcast wow well you know what i'm gonna slow down do you guys i'll give you guys the choice do you want to get into the review of the five songs or do you want to do the most deaf uh i'm gonna battle everybody i don't care who you tell you know i was just playing because we we really only have time to do one or the other so what what do you guys want to do
3: I mean honestly I have to bounce in like 15 20 minutes so whatever you think will work best
1: at least if you're if, for me I mean all right Dre, what do you what's your what's your uh,
2: yeah no I'm I'm up I'm up, I'm up to whatever you guys want to do
1: I either one I'm I'm ready for either
3: Could we get the five do you think we can get the five songs in
1: or do you think it would be um will yeah. we Let's We play all five songs so you definitely we'd be talking about at least 20 minutes. So do you still, can you? Um,
3: Let's do it. Can we come back and do the songs like on another one or? or... Yeah.
1: Well, we can come back and do the songs. Now the most deaf. um, Okay. So if we do most deaf, here's what we're going to, here's what we're going to do. I'll set it up. Basically most deaf. uh, Someone shot a video of him. And it wasn't like a secret hidden video because he's looking at the camera. And someone shot a video of him basically saying that he'll he'll battle anybody. He it doesn't matter. And then so let's listen to that, and then we'll get into the uh the fallout. So this is only about a only about a minute long, let's see. The mighty, well the formerly mighty most deaf. Uh, once mighty <laughs> the once mighty see what we got here we go
5: yeah talk about it, yeah me black thought and king los versus anybody everybody battle anybody i don't care who you tell Rare bull music academy put up a mill on that and we'll give our winners to charity and take your money too okay. tired of these dudes pretending like they dope you all right but relax the dope niggas that think they dope you, don't, you ain't as dope as you think you cool, but
3: you ain't that deal. And we can we don't have to
5: make no back and forth corny records about it. We can put it on his feet for the world to see. Like I said five years ago at the Superdome in New Orleans, right on the 50-yard line, and I'm dead-ass serious. I know niggas be thinking I'm crazy, whatever.
4: Yeah, but we also
5: I I ain't playing BK all day. Seven Trace, so. Me black thought negus is best. Remember that negus is best. Battle anybody. We don't kill who you tell. That go for Rod Any set, anywhere, any time. Champion South for real. So let's go. The word is out.
1: It's on you, Jack. One. Now that seemed to be pretty clearly spoken. How did the two of you take that?
3: Uh, Straightforward, it seems, yeah. I mean, my only question is, and you alluded to this, my only question is the extent to which this was just a guy talking to his friends and not assuming it would go further than that, or what their intent to broadcast. Because to your point, it seems very clear what he's saying there, but then I think we'll come around to it where he's like, no, 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 it's just, because people say things all the time. But if you know that there's a capacity for it to reach a larger audience, then I, I assess that differently.
2: I've I've heard him say stuff like this before. I remember way back when um, Jay Z had a line like "I'm um, the greatest rapper alive" or something like that. And I remember, uh, you know, he most now Yassine went on Angie Martinez show and was like took offense to it and said he saw a trademark on it somewhere and he was like, "Yo, the people are getting paid off of this." And he said that he would take him. In his top five, which he kind of alluded to here, it was like him, Jay Electronica, uh, Black Thought. I think he said Talib Kweli. I forgot who the third, who the fifth person was. Uh, versus Jay Z and any five, any other four that he picked. He said we went the floor with them. Like he said this before.
1: Hmm. Um, so, so he's got a history of <laughs> popping off. He
2: has a he has a history of doing the braggadocio rapper thing. Like the Brooklyn, yo, I'll battle anybody, I'll rap anybody, like, and you know, just being being clear, I've worked with him before, like, so I've you know, produced some stuff. I've heard him in private conversations say similar stuff, like, oh, so and so wasn't as high as people think he is, or so he'll get into his he'll get into his rapper mode where he's like, I'll out rap anybody. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, and you know
3: what? He but, may be right. I mean, he's he's a talented dude. I mean, especially you know back in the day, maybe. But but the question is like the the process that went on here is is I think the interesting part because as you're saying, this is kind of maybe his thing, and then he has to walk it back. And then where are we?
1: Yeah, he he walked it back. I mean, he 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 was moonwalking. He was backpedaling. He was. I mean, did, did he did he walk you back? What did he say? Oh yeah, let's get into this. I probably won't play the whole thing, but um, so when the first video came out, and he's at like some outdoor thing, and he's talking to someone, and he knows that it's being recorded because in his retraction that i'm about to play he says oh that wasn't that wasn't supposed to be released to the public well you said it in public it's not you know mm-hmm. they didn't tap your phone so here we go <laughs> most deaf in his moonwalk
5: yo see so yo i want you to pull all of these out see i'm saying talking to my son and he was like yo everybody gonna make a disc record tonight. All of rap is good. They coming for me. He said Lupe and Drake is going to link up. They're going to do a joint. And Meek and A.R. Ab, whoever. Meek and Nikki, they on me now. Look. You see? You see? It's, 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 no, it's, it's no winning, even with the winning. It's like, you know, I spend time of your day writing, writing battle raps. Man, I, that shit is... I'd rather be filing paperwork, man, at the post office and do that shit. That shit does not sound like fun. You know what I'm saying? Hell uh, yeah, son, I would play with you, but I got to go to the studio and uh, write this Lupe dance. <laughs> that is not how I'm trying to spend my day, man. It's like, you know, like Jay said, fuck rap. Y'all got to have it back. It's not It's not like even some my pet or some sort of possession I was trying to own. It's like, you know... I see certain people. I have an opinion about them. It's a private opinion made public. I will say again, uh, without my knowledge, or permission, or consent. So that's just a violation. I stand behind the statement. At the same time, I'm not trying to arrange some sort of ex- exhibition of, you know, that reality. Whatever, you know, my audience and the people who dig what I do, they've been around. And God willing, they will be around. There's more people coming. I do a lot more than rap, by the way. So, um, yeah, I'm not stressing in that regard as a creative person at all. But, yeah, you know, I, it, it's kind of funny, man. You know, you know, all of these things take on this very high, serious tone that they don't really merit. You know, they don't merit it at all. But, again, you know... Why can't we get along? It's too many shining lights. And everybody love a good fight. And only so-and-so's got checks to write. So I guess they keep it drama. Like North by Northwest.
1: Yeah. So, that's... He goes on for a few, a few more minutes uh, in that vein. But... I don't... See... Uh, You know, maybe this is how hip-hop is now, but since when can you issue a challenge, a very specific challenge? Red Bull Academy, put up your money, I'll battle you, and we'll do this, and then when you get called on it now, you kind of, like, step back. Like, wasn't there a point in hip-hop at which even if you got caught in a situation like this, you you still had to represent and you know oh. be willing to do it
3: and it's also interesting that in the in the walk back in the moonwalk he he actually mocks the notion of doing what he was saying he was going to do he's like I'm not trying to <laughs> right. go set up an exhibition and do all that and, <laughs> all right. but that's what you said the yeah. drama is the drama that you made like I don't that's an interesting little logic twist for me I mean, I,
2: I, I, in a way, I agree with him. Well, I don't know if I agree with him. I just don't think anybody would be interested. Like, who's really interested? Are you? Is anybody really interested in watching r- him rap battle people? Like, I don't know if it's... I don't know. Like, I, I think yeah. back in maybe 99, I was interested. Maybe <laughs> 2001, I was interested. But I'm not interested in... The, especially some of the people like his name. Rap battle people. I was even I wasn't even really interested in the Drake and Meek Mill battle yeah. because I knew what kind of battle it was gonna be. And knew Drake was gonna win based on the fact that he his output is crazy. So now nowadays you could you could win a battle based on, you know, your popularity. Back in the days it was, oh, you win a battle based on your skill. And if you got more skill, you probably gonna win. Now, you know, Drake will win the battle regardless. Because Drake is more popular. So he will quote unquote win the battle because of the popularity. No matter who you are, like the more popular rapper wins the battle narrative.
1: But but my thing is, okay, so let's say to your point, you know that it's unlikely to happen. You just put out right. this generic, I'll battle anybody, whoever, you know, you step to me and blah blah blah. Then why walk it back? I mean, walk it back is being polite. He ran it back. He, you know, he, Usain, <laughs> bolted it back. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. It, to me, it sounds like most deaf issued the challenge and Yasin Bey retracted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Because oh, I'm going wow. to find, I haven't oh, been imp- I'm
2: going to get in contact with him to find out what he says to that. I That's
1: haven't funny. been I haven't been impressed with this dude since Jesus uh what the last what came out the last sound bombing was he even on that or no I'm sorry not oh the last goodness. sound bombing sound bombing 2 for his album. Either yeah, way, he was
3: on, he was on Oh no with Paramount. Right, that was a sound bomb. Oh, was that Lyricist Slam? Um, oh, I think it might have been Lyricist Slam. Yeah, 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 yeah. But either way, but you know, they, a, we have we impressive. have someone on the call who knows I mean, I'm still I'm still waiting for that second Black Star album. I don't know, <laughs> Andre. I'm <laughs> um... all, yeah, yeah. I'm
2: still waiting for it too. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. The stuff that I the stuff that I heard was incredible. Yeah. His like lyrically, he and Talib Kwali, especially Talib Kwali, sounded way better than I've heard them lyrically. Like I was like impressed, like, whoa, did you hear what he just said? And this was in the studio and they you know, were playing stuff that they hadn't released. They were like, Oh, you know, we got this track and we got this track and um they actually had a song that they written over They minister for You. Um as a freestyle like it was just like a freestyle joint they were just gonna put out or whatever and so lyrically yeah I think he still has it he definitely still has it lyrically he just dropped a new song the other day um uh produced by Ski Beats which is a good song and lyrically he still has it I think the song needs a new mix but he lyrically he has it like he's still you know definitely in my top like 7 MC's
1: still I really
2: just, I, well, yeah i just don't think he i just don't i just don't want to see him rap battle like because rap battles today are are so frivolous they don't they don't mean as much as they used to because there's all popularity like it's all about who you battle so he would have to battle somebody who's as cool in the generation that he's in i mean or as popular for it to get any real weighted you know any real sorry my. i'm my my headphones are bugging out. To, to for anybody to really kind of understand it like put it on the same the same platform. Like he mm-hmm. can't battle Kanye because
1: Yeah. But Kanye's even more popular. But even if he didn't, I'm not even saying he has to battle. I just don't from a hip hop standpoint, I don't understand issuing the retraction. Put it out there, leave it out there, and then if someone responds, then you know, you deal right. with it. But it's so un hip-hop to yeah no walk it back what the bravado hip-hop is built on bravado and making claims you can't really back up i know i stack money to the ceiling like no you don't but <laughs> it's out there <laughs> you know yeah i agree
2: i agree and i I mean, and you know, I know people who are closer to him, and will ask them. I intended to ask them the other day, but there was, you know, we got into some other talk. But to say, yo, ask him why he did the backpedal. And I think from from this is the first time I heard that clip. It sounds like he backpedaled because his son told him to. It's not like his son was like, his son was afraid he was gonna get lit up on Twitter, right? So, right. or he's gonna get up lit up in social media. So if you were afraid of social media coming after you. Or you're afraid of some memes. You don't want to, yeah, you don't want time for that. You don't want to respond to all of that. Like you said, I don't have time to play with my son. I'm going to go write this Lupe disc. So you're going back. Like, Man, I don't really, really want to have, I don't really want to spend my time wasting that. Because I he mean, rarely spends time, quote unquote, wasted on rapping anyway. I so. don't know
1: what, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. I know that once he stopped being most deaf, I stopped listening. And. <laughs> You mentioned that he had a new song, so I googled Yasin Bey really quickly. And the first thing that came up was Yasin Bey, (parentheses Most Deaf, streams live stand-up comedy show. Earlier this month, Yasin (laughs) Uh Bey, formerly known as Most Deaf, did a stand-up comedy show. So I guess when you're, you know, doing stand-up comedy and getting waterboarded and doing whatever else you're doing, you know, you don't have time for rapping and battling and things you know what
3: you know what gets me about this and this is maybe me being too earnest and and whatever but i actually feel like that dude had it played out and he just stuck with the the hip-hop he could have been if not the best ever the greatest ever mc One like in the on mount rushmore i mean he was he has really an amazing amount of talent and i feel like you know, and, and it's, it's almost the analog for me of like the male version of Lauryn Hill. Like, I hate to even say that, but like where you have a supreme talent and that's, you know, that's another genre, obviously. But you have a supreme talent and it just doesn't actualize the way everybody had hoped. And now for him, maybe it has. And maybe he's, and that more power to him. But for me, that those first three or four years where I was like, this is the guy. Like, this is the guy. Like, he's going to be the one. And ever since, like James said, ever since a certain point, I'm not going to say when whether I had a name change thing to do with it or what, but but something happened there, and maybe he's doing more like uh, mime, you know, mime shows and stand up comedy shows and spoken word or whatever, whatever it is that makes him happy as an artist is great. Like do what you do, but I actually I, I'm kind of sad about the fact that. I, I feel like he could have been the best. He could have been the best at what he he originally was doing, and he that for me a, is he
1: could have been a contender. He
3: could have been a contender. That's unfortunate, and and I feel again maybe it's a little strong to to say he's like for me the male version of Lauren Hill, but it's it's along those lines where you just see this like shining light, and it just instead of glowing stronger, it's like dimming.
1: <laughs> he gets kooky and it flames out. <laughs> right, it starts yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> so to that end, I finally uh, once I. Once I got past the, the comedy show adverts, I see that Yasin Bey, I see his new uh, song at least as of about a week or two ago, um, actually, yeah, was released, and I'm going to play a little bit of it. It's called, uh, well, I don't know if that's the how they have this listed, A Country Called Earth, Basquiat Ghostwriter.
2: No, 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 no. No, I've
1: that's not this. it. I've heard this. Yeah, is find that any good? One. No, that's not the no. one. That's oh. not the one. no. Okay.
2: Find the find. Look up most deaf ski beats. Ski. Try to find ski that like S K I. S K
1: I. Oh, he's most deaf again.
2: Well, under this song, this song yes, it's most deaf. Oh, and boy. it's Ski okay. Beats
1: produced it. All right, look I at, see Look it. up I've, that. I found it here. What I what I think is funny is that I pulled up one of his songs and you guys, in an effort to protect his image and legacy. No, 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 <laughs> not, no not that one. Not that one. Please, please, not that I, one. I think you should play
3: that one because it's not. It's weird. Like, I listened to it because it came up through Twitter and there's, like, new, and I was like, oh, cool, let me check it out. And I, like, I got through about 35 seconds of it. Oh, see, I I've even listened to that one. I just know that, I just know there's a newer one.
1: Sensei okay. on the Black
2: or Cream of the Planet? Sensei on the block, I think is the newest one. That's the one that just came out. Like, so for you know, people who are listening, that's like the one that came out like Thursday or Friday or something like that.
1: Okay, so let's see. Yeah, this dropped, posted up August twenty eighth. All right, I'll play it. Uh, Sensei on the block, most deaf and ski beats. <laughs> I mean, you're you're deep in the industry because I I I'd never heard of ski beats, but you know, whatever. Here we go, most deaf ski beats. <laughs> Maybe.
5: Chop, chop. Turn the vocals up. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Even more, even more. Chop, chop. Body rocket don't stop. Chop, chop. Best stop. Do or dash, stay fly. Listen, faith. Too ugly to be the champ in the language we can clearly understand. Shabazz, Bay is the man, with or without a single fan. High ground the circus still stay, feet stand, not a chance. Heavens advance, so we advance with the advancement. Enhancement, no robotic enhancement. Blow handsome, huddle the kitchen, put the fire plug the pig pen. Thick skin, rich color, hard body, fresh butter. Rougher than leather from Ever Lighter and Thunder, warm winners and cold summers. King Michael and Obama. Fuck your drummers, daughters and sons, sonners, elders and youngers. To measurement beyond numbers. It came to break the gate like St. Tubman and not for nothing. In this tradition, my beloved will not asunder and keep it hunting. Hillys, Billies, and and as The Christ cracked the sky in Jerusalem. Make the devil stop all the foolishness and rule the unrolliness. Coony, and goony goofiness. Hallelujah, jumping Jehoshaphat's. My mama ain't shame. Bucktown black and proud. You can say what you say. Something famous. Who the greatest? Bay all day. Blind eyes and liar lies do not make it fade. Cool frames don't qualify. some block the coolest shades ain't never made the sun stop, some hot, some not Some never chase the sunspot Black light gorgeous, divine That's why the shine It's on them Good morning, wake up Never mind the makeup Hey bruh, it's time to get wrecked with the creator Chop, chop, sensei Chop, chop, you're the best Chop, chop, you're the best Everybody. It's all over town Center edge, getting down Hear it out, you're the best Chop, chop, sensei on the block Chop, chop Let it knock Listen them dudes too ugly to be the champ In a language we can clearly understand Shabazz, Bay is the man With or without a single fan High ground and circus still they feet, stand Not a chance Heaven's advanced We advance with the advancement Enhancement, no robotic enhancement And flow handsome Huddle the kindred Put the fire plug, the pig pen Thick skin, rich color Hard body, fresh butter Ruffling leather from era lightning And thunder warm winners Cold summers, King Michael and Obama Funky drummers Daughters and sons, sunners Elders and youngers To measurement beyond numbers and came to break the gate like St. Tubman And not for nothing, in this tradition My beloved do not asunder And keep a hundred, hilly-billies and googly-ins The Christ crack the sky in Jerusalem And make the devil stop all the foolishness And rule the unruliness Cooney-coonage and gooney-goofiness Hallelujah, jumping Jehoshaphat My mama ain't shame, bucktown, black and proud You can say what you say, snuff the famous Who the greatest, bay all day Blind eyes and liar lies, do not make it fade The cool frames don't qualify sunblock The coolest shades ain't never made Made the sun stop, some hot and some not, and some never chase the sunspot. Black light gorgeous divine That's why white shine is on them. Good morning, wake up, never mind the makeup. Hey but it's time to get wrecked with the creator Shop, shop, and you don't stop Shop, shop, we got the body rock, center edge, your head.
1: So is that what he's going back to? Is that what we can expect from now on?
3: No, that that's. A... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Uh, well, I mean, I
0: mean not
2: as, not a, I mean, I mean, I think the flow-wise, he sounded similar. That's on the stuff that I heard, the unreleased stuff that I heard. The flow-wise, he sounded similar to that, but way more clear. So he sounded clearer, but lyrically. He was definitely riding in between that whole like he's talking about God, he's talking about stuff that's going on the street and calling it goofiness and that kind of stuff. He's doing that. But I mean here it was pretty much the same like verse and a half and he repeated the second half of the yeah, second yeah. mm-hmm. the other verse or whatever. So still a talented guy, man. I think I think he's a he's an artist. He's an artist, he's an artist, and it's just, you know I don't I don't know if he's He's, he's an artist. He's more of an artist than a rapper, more than, you know, than yeah. anything else. And
3: it's Yeah. And that's what he even said in that thing. He's like, I do way more than rap, which is, you know, whatever, more power to you.
1: I mean, I guess if you can have on your resume that I made you know, one two classic albums, and now I'm, you know, doing other things and comedy shows, then I mean, you know, <laughs> hip-hop is better for having You know, uh, the Black Star album and Black on Both Sides. But I'm just saying, you can't... It's still hip-hop, so if you come out and have that reckless talk and say that, uh, you know, you're going to battle somebody, I don't want to hear you putting out another video, being (laughs) meek and mild. Just stand up. You said it. Own it. Nobody's going to... The thing is, you're not big enough for anyone to care... To want to battle you anyway, right? Nobody on your level or higher, so you know, what's the harm? I just, I just don't understand the retraction. The retraction makes you look worse. Um, You know, it's like RG3. He's the best. I'm the best quarterback around. Well, no, no, I didn't. I was taken out of context. Well, now you're sitting on the bench. Kirk Cousins, stand up. (laughs)
3: Well, maybe Dre, next time around, Dre will have some news for us as to what the backstory is on that walk back. So maybe... Yeah, Yeah, every time we
1: talk, Dre's Dre's run into somebody else on the streets. It was Tretch. Then Most Def. It's just
3: like like Syracuse,
1: man. Yeah, I'm telling you. All right, well, I know that, uh, MJ, you got to run, and we kind of went overboard, but at least now we figured out a system... You should know, we know how to get you on the podcast, how to get a good, clear signal. And so long as my neighbors don't have any more pipes that burst and break, uh, when we do this again, we should be able to tighten it up. And, uh, you know, I'll check on your availability because we record this on Sundays. But uh, two weeks from now, football season begins, and I will not be the only thing. For me, hip-hop takes a back seat too. I mean, occasionally family and things like that, but football. Football jumps ahead of the yeah, line.
3: Man. You know, football was a popular sport,
1: and, and it still is, man. <laughs> it still
3: is to this day.
1: Unbelievable. <laughs> so, again, I appreciate you guys taking out the time. Uh, hopefully, before football season, which basically means next week, we'll be able to get Dre back. Uh, get Professor Belkin here and pick up where we left off our hip-hop investigation starting with 1993 and MJ hopefully you'll get to stay out on the west coast a little longer than uh, planned and uh, get you back on the podcast I appreciate you both taking your time any last words
3: Uh, after a week. It was fun. It was fun, guys. So let's do it again real soon.
1: Definitely, definitely. All right. So everybody, retire to your respective corners and I'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace.
0: All right, everybody. That is our show. Here it is, your moment of zen.
3: Lemonade was a popular drink and it still
0: is. I get more props and stunts than Bruce Willis, a poet like Langston Hughes and can't lose when I cruise, out on the expressway, leaving the boat you know, I say suave, Premier's got more beats than Barnes got hay, clips are inserted into my gun,
1: so I can take the money, never have, to run
4: follow me into the sun and let your soul be free. The END, the END, the E-N, the the E-N-D. This ain't nothing but the END, follow me into the sun and let your soul be
0: free. The END, the END, the E-N, the the E-N-D.
2: Peace, 5,000 G.